Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. That's right. It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5-1280 The Zone, hanging out at the store. 2050 East, 6200 South. Come on by and see us. Take advantage of the 1280 pizza deal. Fresh wood-fired pizza, uh, six smoked barbecue wings, and a 32-ounce fountain drink for just $12.80. And you'll be automatically entered to win a Yeti Hopper softshell cooler worth 250 bucks and an autograph Jeff Hornacek, game worn sneaker. Look at this, uh, and Gordon, look what the what look what the cat dragged in. You pull out some cookies, bribe him into coming down, and uh, he's here at the store. The one and only David Locke. Hello. I had to <laughs> beg my way on the show. What are you talking about? <laughs> that is false. But I'm glad it's good to see. But you. But somebody better get me something to drink, because the jalapeno on this pizza <laughs> a little spicy. is a little spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now I got a headset on. David, I... Go get me a drink, damn it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> David, I, I, wait, 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 wait. yeah, I need, I'm solid. I need, I, uh, I need David to describe those cookies for me. That sounds most intriguing. Sorry, I just took another bite of pizza. Um, <laughs> what do... What uh, by the way, I, I don't know how we're allowed to do this in COVID. I don't know how we're allowed to do this in COVID, but we need to have a cookie taste test while I'm here. High maintenance, High lock. maintenance I lock. I like that. That's right. <laughs> you know oh, why? Yeah. Because I earned it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take either a water or any of your great kombuchas. You have that uh, that lime coconut kombucha that's the best one thing you have there. How about that? How about for knowing your place? You know, I can do an ad for you, too, and tell you how everybody walks in. It's right there, and the salsas are your left, and the whole oh, – never mind. This place is great, though. I, I love yeah, I, I love the too. vibe. I love I love the vibe. Uh, I is. love the vibe. That's what I actually, you know, DJ Bullerjack's over here. He used to like take the elderly to their car, bag their stuff, and they still do it today. Like I love I love the vibe when we're here. Pretty awesome. Yeah, my my wife of all people was really jealous. In fact, she's coming by. She she never pays a visit to remote. She'll be here at some point. So that's not quite the same as when my wife met me on the 18th hole of a golf course once in my whole life. Just once. Once I was playing golf. I've played a lot of golf in my life. Only once has my wife been on the 18th green waiting for me to finish my round. I think it had something to do with Ray Allen. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, David, we appreciate your wife you. Come to, does your wife come to remotes very often? No, not, not, hmm. not often. So, yeah, no. Okay, there's, I'm not the reason. No, I, I get your point. I I'm get the point kidding. of your story. Uh, let's, let's take advantage of David being here. In fact, come see the world-famous David Lockheed. I'm sure you can sign some autographs or, you know, the yeah, voice of the Utah Jazz. No big deal. Uh, but let's take advantage of it, David. Let's talk some jazz basketball. Gordon, uh, I know, has been uh, running through a bunch of stuff on your list, Gordon, and we've got a, a bunch of stuff to get to with David. But I want to talk to you, David, about something you've been hitting, and I think it's going to be critical, and that's Nikola Jokic v. Rudy Gobert. Actually been somewhat advantageous for Rudy. He's played really well. It's been hard fought, no doubt. It's those few minutes, and I mean few, where Rudy is not on the floor and Jokic is that have just been, I don't want to say devastating because that sounds so hyperbolic, but Well, so they've been negative. devastating. Yeah, it's I mean, been bad. the reason you're 0-3. Um, so that is factual. When Rudy and Jokic have both been on the floor together in the games, the Jazz are plus one metric, has them as plus three, another has them plus five, depends how you count free throws. Um, so that's fine. You got it. 
Jokic is shooting 52%, but what, he, what really is happening is Rudy's guarding Jokic, and everyone else is holding on their guys. And if you actually look at the Nuggets, like throughout the years, when, or, and particularly this year, when, when Jokic has four or fewer assists, they're 7-7. Seven and seven. He's their point guard. He's Larry Bird. He touches 98 times a game. That's the most of any player in the NBA touches the ball in the league. His, his percentage of time with the ball is the highest of any player in the NBA for their team. Wow. So that, that's how you envision that's how you envision the uh, Jokic. And if you can make him play one-on-one against Rudy, and he has moderate success but not crazy success, and he's not diming, that's a win for the Jazz. And that's what's happened in those minutes. Now, I don't have it exactly in front of me. I tweeted it the other day. But I think it's in something like 15 minutes in which Jokic has been up against somebody other than Gobert. He's four for four with eight assists, and they're plus like 16. Like, I, my That's numbers amazing. might be straight, slightly off, but the point is there. If it was a 100-possession game, you'd be down, like a 100-minute game, you'd be down 100. So 48-minute uh, game, you're going to lose by 48 that way. The Jazz are going to have to find a second guy who can guard – uh, a little bit. And it might be Royce O'Neal. Um, I don't know who it is, actually. It, they're they're going to have to find somebody to some, spend some minutes so that Rudy doesn't have to play 38 minutes a night getting beat up by Jokic. Right. Um, or you're going to have to do creative things defensively to be able to um, maybe relieve that burden on him. Right. So, so David, obviously, uh, Gobert and Jokic. Uh, another question defensively for the club is, how can they slow down Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray? Because those guys are obviously threats. All right, let's start with Michael Porter Jr. And I haven't dug in yet, but I have a suspicion that this might be, and maybe I'm, this is, I may have crossed over to start becoming uh, Homer, Homer Lock at this point. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. is going to be great. He's going to be one of the best offensive players in the league. Uh, but he's a rookie who hasn't played a lot. This will – I'd be curious if you have a computer in front of you. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. could pull up Michael Porter Jr. splits, if you know how to find that. I'd be curious how many teams he's played twice. Let's see. Because I think what's going to happen in this series, you're going to find out, and this is just for me watching a little bit and being giving a scouting report by a coach in the league. So this is not all me. This is me stealing information. Michael Porter Jr. takes one dribble to his left, and he comes up and shoots. And if he puts it on the deck to the right, he's going to the basket. If that's true, our staff will figure that out. That's where playoffs bother him. Uh, Gordon, remember Pazer Stoyakovich? Yeah. Uh-huh. Remember how bad a playoff player he was? Yes. Like, he was a terrible playoff player because Stoyakovich would catch one dribble to his left to free himself fire that shot, and the minute the playoffs started, everybody just closed out right on that <laughs> left hand. And all of a sudden, there was no one dribble anymore for you. So um, so I, I think that there's a possibility that Porter Jr. could have a tough series. Okay, I, I've got that for you, yeah, by the way. How many Who, teams played, did he play twice? More than you'd probably think. The Anybody? most he's played is Minnesota at four. Oh, so he played all four games he, against Minnesota this year. New Orleans games? at three, Oklahoma City at three, and a bunch of teams okay. at two. All right. And how many minutes in those Minnesota? Uh, let's see. Minnesota, we're looking at 59 minutes. Okay. It's not a uh, lot. Oklahoma City, 56. Yeah, not a not lot. A lot. Uh-uh. So he was playing about 7, 8, 10. And the most he's actually, the most minutes he, against the team he's played, Utah. let me make sure I've got this, Utah. Yeah, yep, 70. Mm-hmm. Um, later in the season. All right, right, so let's see on that. I also think uh, Michael Porter Jr. is going to have to guard Joe Ingles. 
which means you're going to see a lot of Joe Ingles, Rudy Gobert pick and roll and see if Michael Porter Jr. wants to handle that. Yeah. Uh, David Locke is with us here at the store. You can come by and say hello to David uh, yourself. Of course, uh, safely social distance. We've got it set up so we can make it work. In fact, I just had a, a very nice conversation uh, with somebody during the break uh, talking jazz basketball, of course, people getting excited, playoff time. And let me ask you about Mike Conley, David, because we saw Memphis Mike Conley, and I, I don't want to say for the first time because that's not entirely true, but we, we saw 20 and 8 out of Mike Conley at times in the bubble. And he's he's obviously more comfortable. You heard him talk about it today on his media availability, which I know you were on. And that feels sustainable to me. Not that he's the difference necessarily 100% between winning and losing, but I think the fact that he's playing well is important. Well, it's really important because last year, Derek White torched Denver in a few playoff games. Now, in the last play, in the game seven, he went 0-4. But I think he had like 38 in game four or game three of that series. Well, that's because Jamal Murray's not always very good defensively. <laughs> and so, like, I mean, you know, Derek White shouldn't be dropping 38 on anybody in a playoff game. Right. Uh, so, again, what is our strength? What, what makes Utah good? Our strength is going to be, one, that our best defensive player can guard their best offensive player and hopefully cause them some difficulties. And, two, offensively that we can shoot the, out of it. And three is that we have multiple pick-and-roll ball handlers so that we can go find who we want to find. So Torrey Craig is beating the crap out of Donovan, and Donovan's having a tough time with Torrey Craig. Fine. Here comes Mike Conley off Rudy Gobert. But we're going to have to do those picks in a different way. There's things that work and things that don't work. Our straight-down-the-line pick-and-roll against them has not been effective at all. Our clear-side angle pick-and-roll, so that pick-and-roll comes from an angle, and there's nobody in that corner, and it's clear-sided. Mike Conley's been brilliant on that. Joe Ingles has been brilliant on that. So, you know, we're going to have to find certain types of pick-and-rolls to get working because the the straight-down-the-middle pick-and-roll has not been great. David, question. Uh, If uh, Mike Conley's wife gives birth, uh, he's properly out of there for that occasion. I assume that would mean Donovan Mitchell might slide to the point guard position. How do you feel about him playing that role? We have not played well when Donovan is the only one of the three point guards on the floor in the regular season. I have not updated that in the bubble, but I think it's still true. Um, So, you know, Donovan, maybe Joe Ingles becomes the point guard in the starting unit, and Donovan Mitchell becomes the point guard in the backup unit might be the way you do that. Um, You know, Jordan Clarkson and Donovan together, I don't have a vibe has been great. They kind of counter, it's kind of productive to have both of them on the floor at the same time since Jordan's going to shoot a lot and Donovan's going to shoot a lot, and there's only one ball. Um, You know, losing Mike Conley, we don't have three pick-and-roll ball handlers anymore, right? Like, now we have three, two pick-and-roll ball handlers and Jordan Clarkson is an isolation player. Um, Was it coincidental that Jordan Clarkson... Sixth man of the year candidate or should be started a bunch of games near the end of the bubble season. I don't think so. I think that was in preparation of if Mike Conley needs to leave. Right. Hmm. Well, uh, of course, we saw those young players, David, and, uh, you know, in the bubble, Quinn, he talked about it. He's looking for folks that can fill roles. So let me ask you this. You've got the, you've got the rotation six, right, the, the guys that are really going to be a difference maker. How deep is he going to go on top of that? Is it going to be kind of the traditional playoff eight? I can't see him going much George deeper. George Yang's going to play. Right. Okay. So there's uh, seven. And is it Mieoni because he can Mieoni guard all? Mieoni is all... going to play. 
because he can guard all those uh, positions. Mia Oni's going to play? I thought Brandley was good. Yeah, let's not get excited about the Spurs game. All right. I thought Brantley was good, too, but I, I am not. Uh, our, now, I liked um, – I loved what the Jazz did in the bubble minutes. I think it was brilliant to be able to uh, get 50, 60 NBA minutes that are better than G League preseason or um, – what else would they have? Preseason, G League, Summer, Summer League. league. Mm-hmm. The way better minutes. Uh, the Spurs game yesterday – Felt uh, very similar to me to one of those scenarios, particularly on the front line, other than Pirtle. Uh, but he's playing for a contract. Yeah, Pirtle was a pro. Murray was a pro. Walker's a rotation player. Samanich is, is is really young. And then I and Eubanks and those guys. Eh. So I'm a, I kind of like Samanich, by the way. Well, he's the 19th pick of a draft, so yeah. he should be pretty good at some point. Um so I'm not as, like, I thought Jarrell was really good yesterday, and I'm trying to temper. Sure. Um, I'm not sure that Jarrell's the answer now. Um, a little bit of what Denver does with their backup five will dictate the next move. So is it Jeremy Grant, and they're going small? Is it Plumley and then Tony Bradley plays? Right. Plumley's good, though. Well, Jeremy Grant was a good acquisition for them, too. He makes them a little bit different. Yeah, and Millsap's slowing down, so th- th- they, they're glad they did I was that. actually surprised they re-signed Millsap. That had to be... Yeah, there was something about that contract, wasn't there? Was it not all guaranteed? Or I think it was his option. Or there was something there. Maybe he picked it up. All right. Uh, we're live at the store. David Locke is with us, uh, 2050 East, 6200 South. Uh, we've got the 1280 pizza deal. We'll talk more about that coming up momentarily. Gordon, uh, are, we're, we're going to figure out a way to get some pizza to you. Are you, are you dispatching uh, where is somebody? Gordon? Where is Gordon? The, is he at the, pa- the Monson Palace? The, the Casa de Monson, as I've the, named it. Yes. The Palace yeah. I'm, at the, I'm at the house where David, some 25 years ago, Spent showed up and uh, played games with my kids around Christmas time. Do you remember that, David? Yes, I they, would still do it. I would still, still do it today, by the way. They still talk about that. It was a lot of fun for them, and they're all grown now. So, Yes. Well, uh, all right. So well, I could have just done this from Casa de Locke? Uh, no, no. We did, We needed you no. here. No, we need, I, I wanted to come see my friends at the store. See, we're moving pizzas, DJ, and nobody moves uh, pizzas but like I wanna, David Locke. How do know? we do a cookie taste test in the midst of COVID that's done safely, that finally ends this silly dispute that Jeff's Cafe Royal cookie is actually better than Mudslide cookie. There's, like, it's, it's the, like, I, other people might think that there's larger fake news in the world. The biggest fake news I know is that Jeff tries to claim that his Cafe Royal cookie is better than my Mudslide cookie. Well, I'll tell you what, he made sure it was out here because he said you would be furious if yes. it wasn't waiting for you. Jake, yeah, but I mean, Jake, Jake will you guys please just indulge me? I want to hear Locke describe that mudslide cookie because it sounds delectable. It is the perfect, perfect cookie. It is crisp, dark, dark chocolate cookie with chocolate chips. Okay, like this is not for the faint of heart. Like if you're a pansy, go somewhere else and have the Cafe Royale cookie with your nuts and 73 other things thrown in there. No, this is like the pure chocolate eaters solid cookie. The outside of it has a beautiful little crisp to it so that you get the cookie texture in your mouth. But then the inside is like 
gooey brownie, but not too gooey and perfectly brownie <laughs> with the, then the solidness of the chocolate chip in your next bite. And it's just pure fat. It is perfection. Oh, Scotty's saying no. Believe Scotty's disagreeing. Else. <laughs> all right. All, all you got. All, all you got to do is hear Locke describe that cookie to know he's a he's a really great play by play. And there's a minor chance that it will put you into a diabetic coma <laughs> when you're done with it. <laughs> only a minor one though. But only minor. And with all the other risks out there, that seems like a good one to take. DJ Bowler Jack is with us now. DJ, do you want to weigh in one way or the other? Geez, that was the most detailed description that of a cookie detailed. I've ever heard. Honestly, <laughs> I. I'm going to have to try one because I have not yet tried that what? one. So, I wow. mean, uh, but it sounds like a battle between you and Jeff. It sounds like uh, this battle the of the thing. cookie. Yeah. 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 Well, you guys, it's been great today. Thanks. To, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Beautiful weather. Cooking pizzas. Oh, it's been a fun so time. Fun. No, this is great. And it's it, thanks to all our listeners who've come down already. But let's keep it going. This this deal is unbelievable. $12.80 for the fresh wood-fired pizza, six smoked barbecue wings, which I'm about to try, and a 32-ounce fountain drink. That is an incredible amount of food that you're getting for $12.80. A lot of food. 10-inch pizza, eight slices. Um, you know, we have uh, pepperoni, cheese, barbecue, chicken. It's just a, it's a fun deal. You know what? We, we just want to have some fun and get people excited about jazz, get people excited about, you know, you guys being here and excited about us and other local vendors. We're all about local, guys. And we're our, our, one of our main focuses is just making sure that our local businesses that we, that we, you know, that we sell here in the yeah. store, that they're happy and that makes us happy. And that's the main thing. And, and we, we've had a lot of people come up and, and, and go grocery shopping today. And a lot of people come in and grab this 1280 deal. Good. So good. I'm excited. Yeah. I love, I love the, the local thing. I just to highlight that again, I, I think it's so important. It's always been important, but now more than ever support those local businesses and local vendors. And, and guess what? The product's better anyway. Hey, you got it. You bet. It really <laughs> is and yeah i mean there's been a ton of people and you know and they're all putting their name into the drawing for this uh this yeti and this jeff hornacek shoe so if you haven't come down here to do it i would highly suggest it because they're both really really cool so get delicious food at an incredible price and be automatically entered to win a yeti cooler which is worth 250 bucks by the way or an autograph Jeff Hornacek worn shoe, which we're looking at right now, which, by the way, how cool were old school shoes? I'm not even a shoe guy, but how rad is that thing? And Jake, you can still smell it there, you too. Still- you know, you still got the, you, you got the sock, you got the sock lint in there, um, the worn, uh, the, the sole there. I mean, it's this is worn. authentic. Yeah, yeah this, is a, this is an old school Jeff Hornacek sh- shoe, and uh, it's really cool. I mean, it's, it's, it's an old school deal look so. at scotty just keeps look at what's he bringing oh, now? oh fellas so scotty niederhauser man uh he just brought over so our oh. deli cooked this up for you guys it's called our taco pizza oh that looks amazing it's got beans it's got hamburger it's got um some sour cream it's got some uh, chilies on it lettuce tomato it, it sounds weird i'm not gonna lie people driving like what what it is so good it looks incredible i'm serious like yeah. it is really good and again the sweet and spicy yeah. you know you wouldn't expect a, a duo like that or a brisket and blue these are very unique duos on these pizzas when you try them it works so your well. mind's blown yeah, yeah it i'm works serious so well. yeah it's yep. really good so that's for you guys you oh. guys can uh gordon man wish you were here tons man. of good pizzas but hey don't worry we'll we, we, we'll save you some pizza and, uh, and some of that cheese bread <laughs> Maybe man, if you're sounds, nice, Gordon. If you're it nice. sounds so very good, man. All our listeners need to get down there. 
2050, 6200 South. Yeah, it's amazing. DJ, thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Uh, all right, more with Locke coming up next. Don't uh, forget Craig Bowler, Jack, will join the show in the 4 o'clock hour as well, live here from the store. Come on by and take advantage of it. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live from the store here in Holiday, 2050 East, 6200 South. They also have a gateway location, but right here we've got the wood-fired oven going, doing pizzas for just, excuse me, $12.80, plus six smoked barbecue wings and a 32-ounce drink, plus You'll be automatically entered to win this Yeti Hopper Softshell Cooler worth 250 bucks, or two giveaways or a signed Jeff Hornacek basketball shoe worn by the man himself. Uh, David Locke with me here on location, of course, Gordon Monson. And, uh, David, you need to try the taco pizza before you go. I, I- just had two pieces of the um, uh, other that. With the jalapeno yeah. and, the, and the honey. So yeah. can, I, can I have a minute? Uh, <laughs> you can have a minute. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, it's great. Come see us, 2050 East, 6200 South. And, David, by the way, check out that shoe. When when it, when it DJ said it was game worn and that there was bits of sock inside. He was not lying? He was not kidding. Yeah. yeah oh, that's, that's cool. Isn't it, though? That's, that's really cool. That is kind of cool. It also shows you, like, the style of shoes for Jeff Hornacek are a little different than the, the Crayola uh, Don ones that Donovan had yesterday. A bit different, just yes, a tad. Yes, just a tad. Hey, I want to ask you about the broadcast itself for a second. I think you, uh, you and Ron have sounded great. Thank you. But I know, you know, I get to see it a little bit on the inside. I've I've poked my head and checked out your setup. I don't think you've uh, you've noticed, but uh, I've I've checked in on you. Uh, a little setup bit. is amazing. I, before we hold this conversation too long, I need to give a me the huge credit to um, Travis Henderson and. The crew, because yeah. that setup it's, it's awesome. is as good as they could have done in the circumstances. Have you it, seen what our boy in Houston is doing? Yeah, it's not good. I've yeah. seen a lot of people. Yeah. LA is not good either. But but tell me how it's been different. Because it, uh, honestly, to the listener, I don't think it sounds too much different. But oh, tell me how it's, it's been so different. Different. Do you really want me to? I was actually. Uh, is this boring ra- for people? This is I don't interesting know. Is for it, me. Like, I'd, I'd be interested to know. So, Round Ball Roundup, which is JP Chunga, Utah Jazz Podcast, and I talked about this a little bit today, and I got nervous that, like, it. For, all right. So, let me say the first thing about it. I, I've. I, I have not had no different than everyone out there. I've had a hard time, like, with the adjustment. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it just kind of hit me in my soul, and then I had a vision of how we were going to change it, and we couldn't get it done. And so and, and it actually took um, a really one really close friend of mine, like, would kind of turn me around, and then also my daughter called me out. Like, my daughter literally said to me, like, Dad, if I ever complained about something this much, did she you really? would take me to my room, <laughs> lecture me about my attitude, and it's time for you to buck up. Oh, and that's so hilarious. I really am uncomfortable talking about all the things that are wrong with it because I think most people's lives now have stuff wrong with it that right. they didn't used to have, right? Like it's not as I'm talking to Jeff over here and we're in masks off to the side. Like our worlds are different. So I find it really unproductive to go back to what we used to do and talk about the way, so I'm reluctant to do that. You don't feel the game. I'm reluctant to do it, but here it goes. You don't feel the game. You can't see a trailer on the fast break, which is really interesting, right? Like the mm-hmm. like if the Dwayne Wade, LeBron James play had happened, and Col- you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have been able to call it. See it coming. Um, mm-hmm. 
you can't see who subbed into games. I've made multiple mistakes about, like, just instinctually, like, oh, so-and-so's leaving the game, so you mention it because that's what you're seeing on the screen, but then you don't get the shot right. of the person walking in. Interesting. Um, uh, I appreciate them putting the bot- the jerseys on the bottom of the name. I had a really funny – I had a really, really funny one. I thought this was fu- funny. It, it, this is also – I'm now derailing this. Gordon, jump in and tell me when it's too boring. Um, funny, you learn about your brain. We're playing Oklahoma City second game. Guy drives to the basket in Oklahoma City. He gets he's, – he's coming with his right hand. The camera – there's a defender on his back. The camera only has, like, the side of him. He curls. He puts a shot up. He gets fouled. He goes to the ground on his back. Okay? So I, all I have seen is the bottom right part of his jersey. That's all right. my brain took in. And so my call was Gilgis Alexander to the rack, hit, fouled, scores, and finishes for Oklahoma City. I was convinced it was Gilgis Alexander. And it gets up, and it's, like, not Gilgis Alexander. It's, like, Basby <laughs> or something. Somebody who is not. And I'm like, how did I beep that up? And I'm pissed. And all of a sudden, I realized my brain saw letters on the bottom of the jersey down by his hip. And the only last name that's long enough for that oh, is Gildas yeah. Alexander. Right. But it said Black Lives Matter. Right. And that was before they'd added the names on the back. Like, little things that your brain just does out of instinct after doing this for 13 years. Right now, every time my brain does something out of instinct, it's doing the wrong thing. <laughs> and that's the best way I can describe this. Well, David, I'll tell you one thing you didn't do wrong, and that's describe that cookie. I'm still recovering from that. Uh, you that, need uh, one. I, I, it sounds like I need one. I want, I've heard you talk a lot about the need for the Jazz to shoot the three, and I know Quinn, that's the way he feels. What's the number, David? How many do they need to shoot, and what percentage do they need to make? I'm going to steal a line from my good friend Kevin Pelton. Just take five more and see how it works. <laughs> That's the answer, because no one's found the number yet. There's yet to be a team taking three-point shots at a rate that has hurt their efficiency. Even the Rockets. I mean, they've been pretty efficient. They're 35.6 from three. They're, they're taking 50-plus they're taking a game. Which um, is just wild, by the way. Yeah, but we're at number two in the bubble. We were number two in the bubble. We jumped up from 34 to 41, 42. Which is a huge jump. It's a little. It's a little. We played an extra ten minutes, but um, the. Uh, but it is a big jump, and so I. I don't know the answer to you, and I think the answer. No one's going to want to hear this. I think the answer is a lot more, hmm. and the reason is because the Steph Curry generation is fourteen right now. Maybe fifteen. Maybe 17? Like, I'd be curious if still teenager, high yeah. school basketball AAU or just local coaches, like, listening. If, like, like I would be curious what their thought of, of where, when the Steph Curry generation, the Dame Lillard generation, is not in our league yet. Right. Trey Young might be the first one. Well, when they get in the league, they've been shooting 35-footers their whole lives. It's not hard for them. Right. Off the bounce. <laughs> So when, they, so when they're in the league, I think 45 Ignite is going to be a small number. Hmm. And I think what we saw last night with Dame is not going to be uncommon. Where that, they're double teaming at 40 feet because if he rises up for three, he's hitting it at 30, 40%. It's too good. And you got to get the ball out of his hands. 
And I think it's I think it's going to lead to what's interesting right now is the three point explosion has not really led to a massive offensive explosion. It's led to a, the offense is uptick. The offense is about two points per hundred possessions better. I think like the offensive rating is like a 111, 112 right now. I think the offensive rating is going to hit 120 here pretty soon. Wow, really? Like I think these games, I think these guys are going to be unguardable. Let you me, can't me, guard 40 feet of floor. Yeah. So, David, an attendant question essentially is, what are defenses doing to combat the three-point shot, the proliferation of it? Well, very little right now because the league has swung the other way and is protecting the rim. Um, the defense of the rim is more important right now for teams in defense of three. It's math. It's so, what the Bucks are doing. Yeah, and the Raptors. Uh what we can do with Rudy. We're the only team in the NBA in the top five of denying the three and denying the rim. It's a pretty big advantage. But if you think about it, Jake Scott comes off the pick and roll set by Gordon Monson with Johnny Lightfoot defending Jake Scott. And he has Rudy Gobert as the center. So he's defending. He just got hit by a pick. I can go under, and then Jake Scott's going to rise up for the three. No. Okay. I'd miss so it. So this story fell you'd apart right there. It, you know, you'd probably but you don't. Go Instead, you trail behind him. You go above the pick. You trail behind him, and you drive him off as a defender. You run behind him, literally defending from behind, forcing him off the three-point line and into Rudy Gobert. That's the defense. That's the Jazz defense. So to beat the Jazz, that's why Chris Paul's so hard for us. Is right. We're doing that, and he's hitting that mid-range jumper. We're not defending the paint very well right now, the kind of t- – three to ten foot shot we got to be a little better at that in this series um they Jamal, gave up like almost 80 points in the paint to somebody who was it was it, it might have been denver it was denver yeah denver is a particularly poor off the bounce three-point shooting team uh other than michael porter jr one dribble left um so i think it'll be interesting of whether the jazz do anything i was texting with someone about this and they said well how do you combat that and i said well do you go under and the response was, I don't like that. Like, we don't, right. that's not what we do. David, so, we, saw, yeah. we saw what Quinn Snyder concocted last year against James Harden. Do you expect him to come up with something creative in this series? You bet. <laughs> Absolutely. And I don't think we'll see it till about four minutes left in a close game. Little mm. tease. We won't see it right off the bat. Uh, of course, talking about the Rubio playing behind Harden. Right. You know, something truly. Yeah. All right. Denver, right. Denver has an action that they run a lot of late in games, and I think Quinn will have, like, they're, Denver's not very creative late in games. They run one action over and over again. I would suspect that Quinn has something prepared for that action, mm-hmm. and I would suspect he's not going to show it to us until there's four minutes left Still in the game. Until it matters. All right, David Locke is with us. We're here at the store. Come by and see us. Take advantage of that twelve eighty pizza deal. Twelve eighty twelve dollars and eighty cents for a wood fire pizza plus six smoked barbecue By the wings way, they and a thirty two ounce. They drink. just put a pizza in the oven. That's a comedy in of its name, but looks so great. Oh man, we've got more so pizza. It coming. is a veggie pizza with chicken. Which is funny because it's not a veggie yeah, pizza anymore. Right. But Are we it, talking tofu chicken? No, just real chicken. Is but it it's, really? But it like look great. Like, huh. it's I, actually I, like the perfect pizza, right? Because it had chicken and it had and veggies. Like it's actually the perfect pizza. So full. I am. Well, so you asked full. me to eat this taco pizza. You saw me. I like, started. and I was like, oh, actually, 
<laughs> Give me a minute. Yeah, I, I got it. It's, oh, it's so good. All right, so come see us. Enter to win the Yeti Cooler as well as the Jeff Hornacek autograph shoe. We'll get to more with David coming up next. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The broken clock is a comfort. It helps me sleep tonight. Maybe it can stop tomorrow. Donovan says, don't bring me a pick. I'll go to work. Ten on the clock. He works at the NBA logo. Working away from Black Lives Matters. Donovan crosses over. Rises. Fires. Hits! 3.4 seconds left. Donovan Mitchell has done it again. Oh, you are marvelous. Donovan Mitchell is having a five-minute stretch that puts him in the elite of the NBA. 15 points in the last five minutes for Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, catch and shoot three. Got it. My goodness gracious. Inbound to Murray. O'Neal fouls him with 4.2 seconds left. Donovan's got 35. Murray, deep knee bend, spins the ball, fires the free throw, misses. Two-point game. Royce O'Neal inbounds to Donovan. He checks the clock. He throws up a court, half-court shot, and it doesn't go. 134-132 in double overtime. The Utah Jazz to fall to the Denver Nuggets, and oh, is it ever great to have sports back. What a game. What a basketball game. That was a great game. There's no doubt about it. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right. Jake, to our, I love, to our I love, conversa- I love that. I love that call by by David. That, I mean, that is sweet. You know, when you the way you describe that, David, when someone comes over to set a pick and no, they want to go to work. They want to do their own thing and they wave them off. I love the way that was put. Nice. You. That's the first highlight I've heard of a call in the bubble. Is it really? You haven't, no, haven't, you, you haven't gone back to listen? It's, I, I'm not I'm not PSing. You're being nice. It's, I, it sounded I good. listened to our I, – I, it's not entirely true. Our second or third game, I listened to just try to know if there were some changes to how to call it. But then highlight stuff I haven't listened to. Well, that was one heck of a ball game. Of course, David Locke with us uh, on site here at the store uh, in Holiday, 2050 East, 6200 South. They ha- do have a gateway location as well. And we're going to talk to uh, Scotty about this delicious pizza, delicious pizza I've just been inhaling. But, David, uh, before while we have an extra segment with you, before we let you go, give us kind of the odds of ja- the Jazz pulling out this series and, and what really needs to happen in order for that to be a possibility. Uh, they need to eat a lot of mudslide cookies. Okay. A lot <laughs> right. of wood-fired pizza from the store. Uh, oh, drink my favorite hum kombucha. Um, every time you're out of stock of this, it's because I came in and just grabbed all of them and left, if you're wondering why one goes out of stock more than the other. It's not local, but it's pretty good, I it guess. It is pretty good. The local companies are good, too. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, in all seriousness, uh, you know we're going to get looks against Denver. The reason you want to play Denver is because you're going to get the looks. Uh, we took 17 corner threes in the second matchup against them. We took 44 threes, 41 threes, and 55 threes in the three games against them. So I think, you know, we're going to get looks. We're, we have seven guys on our roster, or six with uh, Boyan, that shoot over 40% on catch-and-shoot threes. Like, it's a shooting, it's a shooter's dream uh, in Orlando, according to everyone I've talked to. There's, you know, there's no backdrop. Like, there's no, there's no vac, you know, vacuum of space that's, that's away from the, uh, of a crowd uh so shoot um and shoot fast and shoot early uh, i think that's one um i'm gonna watch Jokic's assist numbers um if his assist numbers you know four or five i think we're all right that to me that's rudy's having a good game 
So Rudy's guarding Jokic well enough. He hasn't gotten it that that you're taking away his assists. Um, they run the most handoffs in the league. It's always a, kind of a similar action with Jokic at the top of the key. Jamal Murray will come for a handoff, and then Jokic might give it to him or he might not. And then Murray will get, let's say Murray gets it. He goes to the left side, and then it's not there. He'll come right back around and hand it back to Jokic, and then he comes back again. And it's what they did to us like nine straight times late in the game the other night. Like, we got to figure that out. Like, that's part of playoffs is, like, get – We've got to blow that play up. Like the bigger moment, it's always the hardest thing I find in broadcasting. Gordon would probably uh, back this up about writing. Sometimes the hardest thing to remember to talk about is the thing that didn't happen. Like a huge story in this would be if somehow that play's not happening. Um, so those are the two things there. Off uh, The other one would be pick and roll. We have three different guys who can run the pick and roll, and Conley, Donovan, and Joe. We've got to have Donovan going, but Torrey Craig causes him huge problems. I think Donovan's 8 of 32 this year. 8 of 31 when guarded by Torrey Craig in three games. Um, so Joe Ingles has got to be working the Michael Porter Jr. And Mike Conley's got to be taking advantage of Jamal Murray. Um, you know, really, Joe Ingles has got to be really good. Yep. Like, and, I, and he's not been in many of the games in the bubble. So he, you know, he's been very good in others, right? But, like, we need a far more consistent – and fine, it's go time now. I kind of expect him to be, but we need it's go time for Joe. Like, it's yep. – let's go. Like, I got it. You know – David, when I hear you describe that, it reminds me. Remember all those years ago when Carl Malone, I think it was before playoff series when the Jazz were really good, singled out Brian Russell as being the one guy who was going to be the difference maker, the X factor. And Brian kind of freaked out over that. But for you, it's Joe Ingles in this series, it sounds like. Yeah, it might be Mike Conley. So I kind of think, like, if first of all, I'm not the greatest believer in X factors. Like, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert better win this playoff series for us, right? Now, Derek Favors was the X Factor in the seven-game series win over the Clippers, so they – but I – you know, let's – they're only X Factors if your stars are stars. Um, and then I think there's a Mike Conley, Michael Porter Jr. kind of who impacts the game more at that right. point. Um, and I, I actually like that for us a little bit. And then Joe's the next piece of that, right? Like, um, if Joe can get going in a unique manner, it's probably, you know – Who's theirs? I don't know. You know, Gary Harris is healthy. Will Barton, I don't I don't know if they get enough minutes. Um, but, yeah, then Joe, Joe, Joe's got to catch and shoot early. He's got to run. He's got to run. He's, not, he's got to run and be willing to run. And then if the play gets into a half-court set, then come back to play the pick and roll. Sometimes I feel like Joe lingers back on the play to make sure that he gets the ball for the high pick and roll. Like, let's go. We got to get catch and shoot threes and get it out and stretch the defense and make them work in that ma- manner early. And that's Boyan's role, and that's Joe's role in, in, without Boyan around is to get it out in the open floor early. All right, we're here at the store uh, in Holiday, 2050 East, 6200 South. Of course, they have the Gateway location, but our friend Scotty joins us once again. We've got the $12.80 uh, deal for a fresh wood-fired pizza, six smoked barbecue wings, and a 32-ounce fountain drink. All right, so, so far, Scotty, I've tried the, what's it called, with the pepperoni and the uh, the candied jalapenos. The sweet and spicy. The sweet and spicy. I've, I've uh, done the blue cheese with the... Yeah. Um, uh, with the brisket. Yeah, that one's a sleeper. It doesn't sound good, but it's good. Oh, man, that's amazing. And and I've tried the taco pizza, so I've tried um, it all. And I got to tell you, it's all it's all yeah. it's all good. I think I think maybe the blue cheese maybe just barely my favorite, but that might be because I was good. too full. But, but it still ate a taco. Pizza. Hey, Jake, uh, Jake. culinary. Oh. Yeah, you got to tell Scotty that I have an emissary uh, emissaries heading down to uh, pick up a bunch of that stuff. 
All so right. We'll be uh, ready. Gonna, it's been busy. I'm going <laughs> to depend, depend on you, Scotty, to guide them in the right direction because they may be looking at three or four different kinds. So what, whatever you suggest. What's their names? Uh, well, my wife, Lisa, and probably Oh, then I might dog. stick around. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Lisa in a long time. <laughs> yeah, she may be heading down there with them. But uh, my daughter, Kellen, and, and maybe her husband, BJ. So we'll see. What kind of toppings do you like, Gordon? Uh, I like I like it all. Everything I've heard described so far during the show, I'm just sitting here. Austin's back in the studio just drooling all over the board. I am as well. It sounds just fantastic. That is dangerous. The taco one, Sarah, our culinary director, Sarah, she came up with that one, and I was like, I, I think I've found my line. I'm not going to try it, but no, it's really awesome. It is. It's, it's so good. It's super good. Yeah. yeah. It, Gordon, I think I think you would like the brisket and the blue cheese. Do you? Uh-huh. Yeah, the yeah, taco you, sounded friend. good too, though, didn't it? Oh, dude, it it's all good. And that deal you guys have going twelve dollars yeah, and eighty cents. Yeah, great value. Um, it's incredible. All together, it's, it's a great deal. So, Scotty, I told him to also pick up a mudslide uh, cookie. Um, I mean, you're you're speaking to the wrong guy. I'm a, on I'm that a couple of feet from David. He could jump. He could jump me at any well, moment. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't want to get in a fight on the radio. <laughs> talk him into the other one as well. I mean, whatever works, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're both they're both great. I can't. <laughs> you could experience it for yourself. Just come no, down. You know, hey, if you want to be soft yourself. and you can't handle like a true man's chocolate chip chocolate oh, cookie, wow. then you can go to their oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. That's that they have that they bring in from somewhere else. That one's not bad. Listen, I, I just like good. how personal this is getting. They're all because you know what actually happened the other day is I had one of the oatmeal chocolate chip cookies by accident and it was good because I was at the <laughs> I was at the gateway. And because of COVID, they're all sitting there and they have, they're in their little bags with their names on them now, right? Like mm-hmm. because of COVID. So I wanted two mudslide cookies. So I, the first one said mudslide. So I grabbed both. And then I realized the second one was not a mudslide cookie. So it was accidentally delicious. Out, but yeah, good, good, well but put, because Scotty. of COVID, I was, true, I was true to the COVID rules of touch it, keep it. Yep. It's all yours. Well, t- take advantage of it for yourself, 2050, 6200 South. And if you take advantage of the 1280 pizza deal, you're automatically entered to win the Yeti Cooler as well as the autographed Jeff Hornacek basketball shoes worn by the man himself. We'll give those away at the end of the show. So get down here, 2050, 6200 South. Thanks, Scotty. Thank Appreciate you. Guys, you. Thank you. David, thank you. Thanks for My pleasure. Am I done me. already? Yeah, it's good to see you, buddy. Wow. We really Tell Howard you. Beck I say hi. Howard is coming up next. Bowler at 430. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.